Welcome back to Five Years, Five Lessons, Five Clients, a special podcast series where I am bringing together some of my favorite clients to celebrate my five years in business and the biggest lessons I've learned. In this episode, you are going to meet my amazing client, Crystal. She started working with me inside of my accelerator program, and now she is inside of my millionaire mastermind. Now, Crystal is a coupon coach. She is someone who works with anyone who wants to save more money, budget, build financial wealth. And in this episode, we are going to be talking all about marketing. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring Crystal on is because one, I think it's so good to hear from people who are not business coaches and still hear that they're having really amazing success in their business. But also I wanted to bring Crystal on because she does marketing so differently from so many of my clients. She is someone who has really gone all in on TikTok and YouTube, and she is someone who is unbelievably consistent. She has built a huge community. You're gonna hear her share her social media numbers with you. But you know, all of that aside as well, Crystal is someone who I have just loved working with. She's been a member of my team, and she has been one of my dear clients. She is someone who is so positive, so resilient. She keeps going, she does the work, she always shows up. And when I think about you know, the lessons I've learned in my business, I also think about the lessons I've learned from clients. And Crystal is someone who has really taught me, I think the power of just unashamedly believing in myself and going for it and just doing my best and being a good person. She's really someone special to me and she's gonna be so special to all of you. And we're gonna learn so much from her about marketing. So let's dive in. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip Podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire, Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature, intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Here's your host, Sabrina Phillip. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. I am so excited to have my friend and client, Crystal, with me here today. Crystal, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Yeah, I'm excited too. So Crystal, for those of y'all who do not know who she is, first and foremost, I would say TikTok superstar. But beyond that, she's just a really phenomenal coach and entrepreneur. And she really focuses on the budgeting and couponing space. And the reason I wanted to have her come be a part of the five-year business anniversary series is because I feel like you really do marketing so well but I think also in such a unique way. And I think that you also are just extremely consistent with everything that you do and you've been doing it for years. It's not like you, you know, just started posting on Instagram yesterday or you just got into reels yesterday. Like you've always just been someone who goes all in on it. So I guess my first kind of question for you is why do you feel like marketing matters. But I guess more than that, what even is marketing in a business? Because I think sometimes people get confused. Like I think they think it's this obligation that you kind of have to do to promote the business, but I don't think people always make the connection that marketing equals sales. Yeah. So when I think of marketing for me, it is just showing up 
and giving my clients value in preparation of the sale. So since we know that it takes people seven, 10, or even more times than that to really see your posts and see you and build that know, like, and trust factor, marketing is all about putting yourself out there. I think of it as like mini commercials. So every time I pop up on Instagram or every time I pop up on Facebook or YouTube video or TikTok, I'm putting myself out there so that new and potentially new clients will see me and say, oh, I like what she's doing and start to follow me and then build up that no like and trust factor. Yeah, I definitely hear you on that. And I think that it's so important just to build community, build trust, but also, you know, to make people aware that you have an offer for sale and that there's a way to work with you. Because I think sometimes I see new business owners who are struggling and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting any clients. It's not working. And I go look at their Instagram. That's usually one of the first things I do. And I see that they haven't posted in five weeks and I'm like, okay, well, you know, do do you see the disconnect? Do you see how not being present, not being online as an online business owner means you're not getting sales. And I think that you definitely get that, you own that, you rock that, and you just, you show up and you do what you need to do. So one question I do have for you also is just for those people who are listening, who don't know, how did we start working together? I know the story, but what did your business look like before? And what does it look like now? Yeah. So I started following you on Instagram. I don't really know when. I know it was sometime in 2019. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love her energy. The energy is what got me. And then the way that you just shared how to have a business and grow an online business, I was like, I really want to work with her someday. But then IE Live popped up and it was literally in my backyard. Like It took me like five minutes to get there. And I was like, I had to go to this event like to see Sabrina, learn more about her intentional, manageable, profitable framework and really start to grow my online business because I live happened in November. I registered my business in August officially to start making sales uh, after I already had my YouTube channel. So long story short, we met at iLive. I think I came up on stage and you coached me like day one. I signed up for the accelerator and I've been with you ever since then. So when I first met Sabrina, my business on the sales side. And I say that because I had my YouTube channel for a whole year in a few months when I got to IE Live, but I had just started selling my first course in September. So I sold my first course in September and then IE Live happened in November and I had like a four figure Black Friday, which I would have never thought. So from working with you, I went from basically only selling one course and a few people in my membership, maybe like 20 or 30. So now I have well over 100 members in my membership. I have sold multiple masterclasses, multiple challenges. I've sold my course a few other times. I've even started doing side hustle coaching. So I went from having like, you know, my first $1,000 to multiple, multiple thousand dollars every single month in my business, which has been so amazing. And joining the accelerator and having you and all of your support coaches supporting me has really helped to perpetuate my business because there's no other coupon coaches for me to learn from. So I said the next best thing would be a, who else? A multi-million dollar online business owner because that is where I see my business going over the next few years. So why not learn from one of the best? Yeah, I love that. And now you're in my mastermind and we've been working together for over a year and a half now. I think it'll be two years in November. So that's so exciting. So 
definitely we've been working together for a while and, you know, you're just one of my favorite clients, Crystal. And I'm always, I think, just so amazed by how you show up. I think that also one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is I think so often people hear of like business coaches having big success, but I think that it is also possible in more niche industries like coupon coaching. I think the other thing that makes marketing hard sometimes for some people is they have such a particular niche that they don't necessarily know how to speak to that audience. Whereas I feel like there are those people who have a much wider range of people they could help, right? So like if you're helping people with budgeting or coupon coaching or starting a side hustle, there are so many people that you can impact. So how do you make your messaging unique and niche enough that it attracts the right people, but still cast a wide net? So when I first started out with my YouTube channel, my business, my focus was, all right, who needs to save money? Because most of the time, it's mostly like moms, families. But what I've discovered is I want to speak to the person who maybe either has a limited income and wants to make it stretch or they have a lot of money. They're just being wasteful with it and they're still not being able to do exactly what they want with their money which still feeds into the moms who have a limited income, right? Because they have a set amount of money and they want to make it stretch. So with the people who are wasting money, they're the same way. It's like, all right, I have money, but I only want to set aside a certain amount and maximize those dollars. So I really found it to find a holistic audience who not only wants to learn how to coupon, they overall want to learn how to save money. And couponing is just one of those bigger components in the overall arching theme of, We want to save money and we want to be better with our money. So I decided to go for families. And then if that includes some single people who are like, Crystal, I just need to get my money together. I help those as well. I love that. And I think that it's also just such a good testament to this idea that marketing and niching is not necessarily about demographics, but it's more about like personality and desire. So the desire is to save money and have more financial independence. And I think that's what you speak to, which is why you were surprised that your ideal client actually might look a little bit different than just moms, right? Yes, absolutely. And I've lately been realizing I have a lot of older generation women. So like the grandmoms and maybe their kids are like just going to college or their kids are in college and they're looking for ways to not only maximize their budgets, but to show their kids as they are growing into adults, like, hey, let's manage our money a little bit better so you can stretch it out a little bit further. So it did surprise me when I really started digging into my numbers and seeing that there's a lot of single people and a lot of them are on the older scale if they are not like in the child rearing years. Yeah, totally. So why don't you give us a little bit of stats? So how big is your TikTok? What are you doing with TikTok? How's YouTube? Like, what do these things actually look like? So building my social media following has been so exciting. And that is my biggest marketing lead generation source. So for TikTok, I think I'm around about 17K right now, and I've only been on TikTok since like last fall. It's really fun, and it's a really quick and easy way to share two or three tips really quick and connect with your audience. And I have been getting a lot of sales from TikTok very recently just because I'm very short and to the point on TikTok, which is hard for me to do on my YouTube. My YouTube following is around 30,000 right now. And again, that's my biggest lead generation source. So when it comes to marketing, I always think if there's a new offer I want to sell or if there's something new I want to share with my audience, I always think, how can I first create an email, second, create a YouTube video, third, create a TikTok, 
And then four, I do a combination of like IG live and IG stories to market before I actually sell the product, you know, tease it, let everyone know something's coming. And then once it drops, share it on all of those platforms. Yeah, definitely. So 17,000 on TikTok that I mean, also 30,000 on YouTube that blows my mind as well. But what advice would you give for someone who's interested in getting on TikTok or doing reels, but they just don't know what to post? I know you mentioned maybe sharing like two or three tips, but what are some like practical takeaways that someone listening could go do right now? If we were to say, okay, here's your TikTok challenge, what are they going to do? So the one thing I've realized is things that come naturally to you when you're an expert in that area do not come naturally to other people. So even if it's couponing, budgeting, meal planning, some of these things just are naturally inside of me. And I realized that I wasn't sharing some of the very key and basic tips. So no matter what industry you're in, think about five things a beginner would need to know. Like if they've never budgeted before, if they've never started a business before, if they don't even know like how to even come up with an idea for a business, come up with five things a beginner needs to know. And then break those five things down into like three steps to get there. So three steps to start an online business from scratch. And you can have those three really quick tips inside of your TikTok. And once that happens, the other thing that you can do with TikTok is in your industry, if you've started before, maybe you have a few people on Instagram or Facebook, what are some questions someone always asks you even before you started your business or whatever you want to do on TikTok? Because Before I started on social media, when I was just couponing with my family, I would get a billion questions about where to find coupons, how to actually use them, and how to coupon for groceries. So those are some of the things I always talk about on TikTok, even if I'm repeating myself in videos, because every time I post a new TikTok, someone new is looking at it, and someone's going to ask the question, well, where do I get the coupons? So go back to the basics and review any questions you've ever gotten as long as you've been an expert in that area and start there when it comes to TikTok. And the biggest thing is consistency. So try to do at least one 15 second TikTok every day so that people see you, you pop up and the algorithm starts to love you. I love that. So I think something that stood out for me there is keep it simple, right? You don't need to have, I think sometimes when it comes to like written content, we need, we feel like we need like a hook and a lesson and a validation and a call to action. But actually you said like, just like three tips, right? So just like quick tips, but also be okay with repeating yourself. And this is something that I think is so important. I post on social media, you know, and most of the posts are like years old. So I'm literally exactly word for word repeating myself, but also there's so many things about my brand story, like moving to Bali with $800 in my bank account. And people just like parrot that back to me because they've heard it so many times, which means it's working. Yes. I definitely learned that from you too. Repurpose, repurpose, because there's new clients looking at your content every single day. Totally. And I think also something that I've started doing is repurposing my content and also using it for my programs. So like I have a program running at the moment and what I'm doing is I'm taking all of my free content that I've posted about sales and it's for this program. And I just schedule out two to three posts a week into the Facebook group just to prompt engagement with my clients. So I think you can also even repurpose the content that you're posting for anyone and put it into your client groups as well, I think to kind of like spark inspiration and conversation as well. 
Yes, and that's good too when you're thinking about like re-signing your clients or bringing them into another program, adding them into a higher level program. Because what I've also found with your clients is marketing again to them some of these basic things that we may have went over, you know, a year ago or six months ago. They, or even as a client myself, I love a refresher because it sometimes takes us five or six times for it to really click. I'm like, oh yeah, Sabrina has said that to me three times. I should probably take this advice, right? So that's been good too with my existing clients. Yeah, something you said earlier was this idea of like touch points, right? Like the average number used to be seven. Now it can be more than that. It could be hundreds, right? Of touch points that maybe you need for a different industry, right? Like maybe to decide which car company you're going to rent from, maybe you needed to have seen that ad 25 times that when you get to the airport, you think, oh, I'm going to go to Hertz, right? Maybe for a computer product, you, I mean, you're getting thousands of touch points from Apple or Microsoft across your lifetime. Like they're just constantly bombarding us with advertising and product placements and things like that. So likewise, yes, you know, you need to be super visible to get the lead, but also to get the transformation, you a lot of times as well need to say the same thing over and over again. So I think the point is just, you know, you can't say something once and expect it to work. You've got to, you've got to work it until it works. Yes. And consistently talk about it. One thing I learned from you too with marketing is to continuously market and ask for the sale. Because if I'm not constantly letting my audience know that there's something that I had for sale, they're never going to buy it. So that's what Apple subconsciously does to us. I mean, the MacBooks and the iPads and the iPhones, they're always sharing something new about something. So when you think about a new phone, if you're not team Android, most likely you're going to be grabbing some sort of app product. So I try mm-hmm. to be that in my in my business. It's all right. Every day I need to show up and share that I have something and I have something to sell that is going to help your life. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't we talk a little bit then? I feel like we've given a lot of tips on just like how to market better. So like be consistent, be present, ask for the sale, repeat yourself, try new things, like don't overcomplicate it. But the purpose of this live stream series is like business lessons I've learned over the last five years. And I would definitely say just like marketing in general, like being good at marketing is the lesson, but more specifically one that I want to talk about. And then I would love to hear some of your kind of marketing lessons that we can share is this idea of selling them on your process. So you sell them on your product. Now, I think we could talk about this under sales, but I think it actually more belongs under marketing just because this idea of selling someone on your process is the act of marketing, right? So when I'm talking about my intentional manageable profitable framework or my seven step sales call structure or my launch life cycle or my three abundant AF mindset pillars. If I can convince someone through my marketing, if I can persuade someone that this is the best path to getting them more of what they want, then they're going to buy my product because the only place they can get the launch life cycle is inside launch baby launch. The only place they can get the seven step sales call structures and sold out sales. The only place they can get an IMP coaching framework is inside of my programs. So for me, I think that's just something that I wanted to talk about with you a little bit, because I think also, you know, one of the video series, I think it's an IGTV series that you do as well as on YouTube, that's so, you know, popular is I feel like a lot of your coupon hauls and hacks and tricks like that, but because you convince them that the best way to get more of what they want is, which is financial freedom is through couponing. 
you have now sold them on your coupon academy. So I sell them in the process of shopping strategically and shopping with a purpose. So once they get that, they're like, oh, I need so much more of this. I need more support. I have a bazillion questions. And then they come on and they get inside the academy because it really does help them shop with a purpose continuously. I mean, they hear it a few times. They see it a few times. But if they really want hands on, like you said, they have to get into the program to get the rest of it, to get all of it and to really see a huge transformation in their money. I think that's what marketing is, right? Like it's finding a way to stand out. And I think that it's, for me, I've always really felt that that has come through my processes for sure. And just like my approach to business. But I think also, you know, with a personal brand, it's just embodying that. Like when I think of couponing, I think of Crystal Sharp immediately, like hands down, nothing else. Like if I hear couponing, that is what I'm going to think of. So I think likewise, you want to kind of get to that point where you ask yourself, like, what's the thing that I want to be known for? And how can I be the first thing that someone thinks after that, like word association, how do you become that deeply enmeshed with the thing that you're selling? Yes, that is so true. And I know this may be a little bit off topic, but I feel like that with you and Baby Yoda. I always think about <laughs> business. And when I see a Baby Yoda, I'm like, okay, Sabrina talked about Baby Yoda when she was talking about this program. And it like triggers something in me to think about you. But I think you've done a really great job with marketing to your audience. So when we think of small things like that, we think of you. So then we think of your programs. And then maybe I'll go to your Facebook group and see what you posted recently, just because the Baby Yoda made me think of you. So even those small little things uh, pulls your audience back into you. And then maybe there's a new piece of content you posted that I haven't read yet. That's so true. Like I get so many people who message me about Baby Yoda, people who message me with like cocktail ideas. There's like a Baby Yoda martini. I get that one sent to me probably three times (laughs) a week. And I'm not even kidding. Anytime someone sees something with like golden doodles, they'll send it to me because of Bonnie. I did like a, a, a pop quiz. Like, what's my dog's name? 285 people, Bonnie, Bonnie, one person put Penny and I was like, get out of here. Everyone else knew. And they like typed it into the chat box. So it's not even like I cheated and gave them multiple choice. They knew, but I think definitely, yeah, just like those little pieces of you and your business and like your tendencies and your quirks, making them a part of the brand, I think also gives it a little bit of community buy-in because you know, for example, my client, Lynette, who's also on this podcast series, she's in the mindset episode. She has never seen a star Wars episode ever, right? The movies are called episodes. So she's never seen any of the star Wars movies. And yet she's like, Oh, you know, I don't watch star Wars, but I love baby Yoda. Can I still hang? And I'm like, yes, you can still hang. Right. So like, how can you find connection points between the things that make you yourself. And then people can just relate to that. Right. Or, you know, there are people who love traveling to Bali. They've been to Bali. Oh, Sabrina lived in Bali. And so it just starts, I think a bit of a conversation. And I think it just reminds us that we're all humans. So I think finding ways to bring that into your marketing and into your business is definitely really helpful. Yes, for sure. And it allows your clients to connect with you on another level. So it it brings them into the business conversation, but it's not like we're talking about business all the time. Totally. So another marketing lesson that I would love to talk about that I think you exemplify is this idea of making marketing replicable. And I think that this builds brand awareness. I think it builds brand association, but it also gives people something to look for. So simplest way to think about this is if you release a podcast episode every single week, 
people, if they like the podcast episode, are going to go look for the new episode every single week. And I think you do this really well with your coupon hauls. So can you maybe explain to us what we mean when we say make your marketing replicable? I kind of started doing this before I even knew it was a thing. So I was thinking kind of like a TV show, like you just said, where if someone knows it's happening every Thursday at eight and they like it, they're going to show up every Thursday at eight. So when I first started my YouTube channel, I knew that I wanted to show people how to coupon simplistically without all of the overwhelm and the frustrations and feeling like you had to buy everything. So I knew that every week I was going to do some sort of haul either at CVS or Walgreens because those are my main stores. And then from there, I've built out where I do a strategy video every week So not only am I doing the coupon hauls once or twice a week, every week you're going to get some sort of strategic tip from me, three tips, five tips, one tips, a story time of how to be better in one area, just so that it pulls you in. Here's how you do it in the store. Here's how you build the strategy outside of that. And then even I sometimes do financial Fridays, which is kind of new, where we're talking specifically about budgeting, reallocating your funds, using rebate apps to maximize your money. So basically with making it replicable, I try to find things that people enjoy and put those into my content every single week so they see them without fail. And I even do that inside my program so that if you join one of my programs, you know that you can expect X, Y, Z every week, every month or every quarter so that my clients and my new clients know what to look forward to. But really on YouTube, sharing those hauls every week has been helpful And then even on TikTok, just trying to do one sort of TikTok every single day. And one thing that works really well on my TikTok is answering questions. So not only do I post some sort of value every day, I always say, drop your questions down below. And then I use the questions as my new TikTok content. So I have something to post every single day. I love that. I think it's good for you because you have a process, right? You know that the next time you go to Walgreens, you're going to do a haul. So it's good for you because you know what the process is. You can build SOPs around it. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know how it works. You've done a million of them at this point. Like you can pump one out, but I think it's also good for your audience because they know that they like that. So if they see the marketing piece and they see, oh, Crystal's got a new haul up, they're already bought into it. And it's something that they, that you've trained them to expect and they know how it's going to be structured. They know that they're going to learn something. They know that they're going to get tips and hacks. I know that like coupons can be very time sensitive and like limited time. So I think it also just trains them like you want to watch this now. So I think that making your marketing replicable is good for you, but it's also good for your audience. Yes, that is so true. And they know kind of, like you said, the structure and the process of the video So even if they need to skip ahead or rewind back, they know exactly how I'm going to do overarching in the video, but it's just new items that they're buying and new techniques for them to try. So yes, that has been so helpful in, in the business overall. I love that. So let's talk about another marketing lesson, which is that I think some pieces of content, some marketing plans are for building your community and some are for conversion. So when I think about community building, I think a lot of times about, you know, like coach's kitchen, which was my video series where I would cook up a recipe, 
for food, but also a recipe for business success. And then when I think about something that is more of a conversion-based marketing tool, I think about, you know, the live stream series or the challenge that I do during a launch. And I think that sometimes we get confused on which piece is supposed to do what, and then we get upset when it doesn't see the results that we want it to. So for example, I expect that my podcast is a great conversion tool. I expect that my Instagram stories are a great community building tool. They can be a good conversion tool depending on how I'm using them. But I think that both have a place in your marketing plan. And it's just, I think, really important to know which one is which. Do you agree, Crystal, or what do you think? Yes. And I agree that certain social medias are used for different things. So I would say like my YouTube videos kind of do both where they build community, but I always put a pitch in there in order to offer the sale of something, even if it's a sale as simple as get on my email list and get this freebie, because that will Mm. also start the community building. But when I go live, I usually put, I know that I get a sale when I go live. So I usually try to have some sort of offer again, even if it's sign up for this free training or show up for this free thing that I'm having, I convert during my lives. So whenever I go live, I go in with the mentality that I am going to convert in some form of fashion. So whenever I do a live, I decide what am I selling today? What do I need to offer as the sale after I give the value? But like you said about Instagram, Instagram is a big, great community builder. My free Facebook group, that's a great community builder. But when I think about sales, okay, what two or three social medias am I going for the jugular and asking for the sale every single time because it converts well. And I think that's really important to separate and kind of merge together. So, you know, going into it, my Instagram posts are not going to convert as well as me going live on Instagram. I may only have six or seven people live with me, but if two or three of them convert, that's so much better than 50 likes on an Instagram post and no one buys. So, so true. And I think also just like what you said about, you know, with, I think it was with your YouTube, like you might push them to get onto your email list. I think that using cross promotion and just really using your platforms to kind of get someone onto another one is so helpful because if you're on my email list and you're listening to my podcast and you follow me on Instagram and you're in my Facebook group, I guarantee you I'm top of mind when you're thinking about which business coach to hire. Yes. Compared to if you were only following me on Instagram. So I think definitely just like getting people really deep into your ecosystem helps a ton, which I think brings us kind of to our last marketing lesson to share, which is just, I think the importance of consistency. So what does your marketing consistency look like right now, Crystal? Like how often are you posting when and where? So for consistency for YouTube, I do about four to five videos per week. For TikTok, I try to do one every day. Instagram stories, I try to show up every single day, at worst five times a week. Instagram posts, I do about five, sometimes seven posts a week, so like one a day, but at least five per week for Instagram posts. So those are my consistencies. For lives, I try to do about one live per week. And then what I found also is my energy sometimes is better when I just allow myself to do pop-up random lives, and my audience really enjoys that. But I try to schedule at least one live per week. And one thing that I've done that's kind of crazy but has really helped me is I consistently go live on all my platforms. So I'll use my laptop and I'll go live on Instagram, my, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, on YouTube, my Facebook group, and my Facebook page. And then I have two phones because I'm crazy like that. And I'll go <laughs> in, live on TikTok and Instagram. 
So I'm doing one live that's streaming to five places. And then I save that as an IGTV. And then I save it on my YouTube and my Facebook so people can come back to the replay. So going live in all the places consistently has helped me convert not only into my community, but convert into sales, which has been yeah. an eye opener. And I've only been doing that for maybe about five or six months, but the results when I go live are so much better now because not everyone's on every platform, but if they're on two platforms, they choose their favorite and they watch me there. So that yeah. consistently has really helped me. I love that. So my consistency, I would say, is not so much in the like X number of posts every week. I think the consistency that I've really just built up with my audience is that when I show up, I show up big. So they know that if they're going to come to a live stream series or to a challenge or listen to a podcast episode, that it's going to be good. And I think that I definitely was just so much more present when I was starting my business. But I think now consistency also for me looks a little bit differently because so much of it is happening in backend funnels and it's happening in evergreen webinars and in paid advertising and things like that. So I typically don't recommend people expand into that until they're making, you know, maybe 20 or 30 K months cash. But I think that all that to say, I think that organic marketing wins every single time. And the best clients that I get always came from whatever organic marketing efforts that I did. And I think that with all of these new iOS 14 updates to app tracking, that we're going to find that your organic marketing matters more than ever. So I think, Crystal, you're just such an inspiration for me to, you know, double down and just to get posting more. And that makes me feel good to know because I'm taking so much of your advice and it has really helped me in marketing and in sales in my business. And definitely, I, I love the way that you do show up, which is so true when you show up. I know it's going to be big. So whenever Sabrina's doing something, it is on my calendar. I'm signing up for it <laughs> because even though I'm a client and I have so much, you know, FaceTime with you and I'm in the mastermind, I get a lot of touch points from you every single week. Whenever you're doing something, I always get value from it because when you show up, you show up big and no matter where you are in your business, you can learn something from you at whatever stage you're at as well. Oh, thank you. I love that. So why don't we just go ahead and wrap up any last minute marketing words of wisdom for the audience? My biggest words of wisdom is just to stay consistent. So whatever your yep. consistency looks like, just keep it up. A piece that I would just add is that I think marketing is a mindset game. A lot of times it's just really, I think, tuning into your inner confidence and what makes you unique and being able to own that. And listening to your intuition more than your fear, I would say, because I think so often we're just afraid of like judgment and things like that, which is why we don't post and we aren't consistent and we're not showing up. So if you can start to understand that marketing equals sales, marketing equals clients, marketing equals service, I think it becomes so, so, so much easier. And then when you listen to Crystal saying, you know, I'm doing daily TikToks and, you know, five YouTube videos a week and daily Instagram posts and daily stories that doesn't become as overwhelming because you realize that that is the game changer in your business. Yes, for sure. Crystal, thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really loved having you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. If you're a six-figure boss that's ready to build her seven-figure empire, then I invite you to join us inside of the Millionaire Mastermind. The Millionaire Mastermind is for women who are ready to work their way up to 100K months with very little hustle and a whole lot of flow. I have had 16 clients hit seven figures in that elusive millionaire status, and I want you to be next. 
go to sabrinaphillip.com forward slash application for more details. I've got a video up there for you with everything you need to know. And cheers to you, future millionaire.